Hi, everyone. Welcome to Be The Flame. I am your host, Amy Barilla. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Be The Flame. I am your humbled host, Amy Barilla. I am super, super, super happy to share this sacred space with all of you today because it's a very important episode. I call it a milestone episode because it is the last episode in season one. And this is huge because I never even thought that I'd be sitting here sharing space with all of you recording an actual podcast series. And here we are at the end of season one. So each week when we gather, it's important that we join forces energetically and recite our Be The Flame mantra, which is placing our hand over our heart, closing our eyes, taking a deep breath in for four counts through the nose, blowing it out for four counts through the mouth and reciting, always I rise. Because as you know, I hammer it into your brains. Every time we gather, we can do hard things. And in the process of doing those hard things, we ultimately rise. Amen. That being said, I felt it was a gift to share today's topic, which is the art of saying I'm sorry versus being unapologetic. And I feel it's super important because we're wired to constantly be saying I'm sorry over everything, yet we shouldn't be apologetic for our fire and for our divine essence of who we are. I have committed myself to the journey of healing those parts of myself that were the constant people pleaser and constantly saying, I'm sorry. There are things that I'm just not sorry for or feel sorry over or sorry about. And I think as women, as goddesses, we are so programmed and wired to say, I'm sorry everywhere we turn. And I just started asking, why? Why are we doing this? What is that saying about us? And that's not a judgment. It's just, it's like a societal thing. It's what we do to avoid conflict, right? And conflict is unavoidable. We don't like it. It's not fun and it's not pretty, but we don't always have to say we're sorry. So I want to talk a little bit or break down into more depth and detail the difference between the two, because there is this distinct difference to saying I'm sorry, yet being unapologetic. Agreed? Agreed. So let's talk about this. There is an art to saying I'm sorry. You know, if, if I step on your toe, I am sorry about that, right? I don't intend to hurt you. That was not my desire to step on your toe, but I did it and I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry that I'm running late. Do you, do you know someone in your life or is this you that they're chronically or habitually late or tardy for appointments? That can get annoying, right? I know what that's like, but we can reframe the apology to say, thank you for understanding or thank you for being patient or thank you for waiting for me. That's way different energetically than just the blanket, I'm sorry. How does that sound? Think about that for a minute, let's dissect it. I know for me that years and years and years of saying I'm sorry, I didn't feel very beautiful. There's something to that. 
You you don't feel that your divine essence and beauty is really shining through the way it could because I'm putting someone else's needs before mine. I'm swallowing and suppressing my thoughts, my voice, my feelings so that it doesn't upset someone else. I don't want to do that. I'm fucking heading for 50. That means I will have lived a half a century on this planet. And I spent the first 45 years apologizing, not only for who I am, but apologizing for the art of keeping the peace. I didn't want to do that anymore. So what happens is, is when you start to have these bits of light and awareness and aha moments come to you, And it's like someone turned your inner pilot on to like full tilt and you don't know what to do with all that. And you feel as though you're spiraling and you're in this chaotic state and you don't know what to do with that either. So you kind of have to lay it out in a plan. Therapy helped me. That was a big thing that helped me on this journey. But also talking to people that were like the inner sanctum in my life, you know, that my closest, nearest and dearest and kind of having those deep conversations with them also helped. You know, reading books is great, but you have to take it way deeper than just reading something. Reading is great. I'm not knocking books. Trust me, I have enough of them. But when it came to owning the fact that I was done apologizing for every little thing, it took a lot more work. And I'm glad I did it and I'm glad I'm still doing it because I'm not where I need to be, but I'm a hell of a lot stronger than I was at 45 and I'm going to be 49. So I would say in those four years, there has been progress. And I say all this because I feel vulnerability is a superpower. So when I share these things with you, I'm exposing the underbelly of who I am but I do so with the intention that it's also going to make you feel seen and heard because that's a big part of why we're doing this each week is to allow sacred space for you to listen and feel seen and heard. If that's not coming from me, I wouldn't even be bothering with this. That's how I feel. So vulnerability is a superpower. And when you decide to stop saying you're sorry for every little thing, you will understand what that means at a greater level. It's like a really amazing vibration that starts to shine through. So stop saying I'm sorry for everything. Okay, I stepped on your toe. I am sorry. Yes, I'm sorry that I'm late, but I appreciate you understanding. So thank you for your patience. Thank you for waiting. Thank you for your understanding. But when it comes to your divine essence and the heart and the truth of who you are, Be unapologetic. You don't have to say you're sorry for that. And the people on the other end who are triggered because they're seeing that shift in you, and now they're starting to see a version of you that they've never seen before, they're not going to like it. So you're going to get a lot of pushback. We see that as light workers who are doing this work to help those out there who are in need of our skill set and our services. But even if you're not a light worker in practice or in business, and you're just someone who's looking to search and develop that side of yourself that's longing to awaken, you don't owe them a fucking apology either. No, you don't. 
So what happens is the more you weave that into the fabric of your being, that's where the true beauty is going to radiate. And people are going to be like, yeah, I want more of that. How did she do it? What's it going to take from me to be that best or better version of myself? So that's going to be part of our homework for this week's episode is kind of examining or re-examining. Because I have a feeling that many of you who are listening to this episode have been in that place before where that was something that you really truly wanted to do and something pulled you back. And that's typically that old pattern and system of belief and that old reel or the loop in our brain of self-talk that prevents us from actually moving forward. And, you know, part of the stuff that we talk about, we talked about it and touched on it through season one, but when we get into season two, we're really going to go deeper into a lot of this stuff because first of all, it's going to be 2021 and 2020 was a complete and utter shit show for all of us on so many levels that I want us to have content in season two and in the new year so that we can really extract the points of healing that we need on the heels of a year that just turned our world upside down and it turned us on our ass, ass over tea kettle. So that's a lot about what I want to share with you without giving away the farm or without sharing everything in a few sentences on what you all can expect in season two, because that's important to me. The content is going to get deeper. We're going to go deeper into the framework of spirituality and shedding light on things that are considered, I don't know, taboo or not mainstream or less acceptable. Who the fuck says it's not acceptable, right? Come on. Haven't we evolved far enough that these things shouldn't be so taboo or so off topic or so non-applicable to our healing? I'm over that old paradigm. We've evolved much further than that. So I'm going to get off my soapbox so I can get back to what we were talking about, which is the difference between saying I'm sorry and being unapologetic. Like I always say, homework is the same as a micro move. We're going to look at something small that is just as big of an action step so that it's not as scary, it's not as overwhelming, and it doesn't trigger as much resistance for you. So your homework is where in your life can you not say, I'm sorry, all the time? We do this a lot with spouses and partners too. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry, I I didn't bring you your coffee in time. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to uh, turn that light off. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't turn on the humidifier for you. Or whatever, you know. Oh, I'm sorry, your dinner wasn't waiting when you came home, which is very June Cleaver. And, you know, if that is even still happening, uh, which I know it does, but you don't need to apologize for that, okay? Now, when it comes to parenting and we have smalls at home, That's a little bit different because there are times as parents where we need to console our children and we need to let them know, you know, I'm sorry that you're feeling that way. I'm sorry that's hurting you right now. I'm sorry that's difficult. 
but let's sit and talk about ways that, you know, we can move through that. We can shift the energy so that shifts how you're feeling. We look for resolutions because there is always a resolution. Make no mistake. You may not see it initially. It may take some time to arrive at the best resolution for a particular situation, but it does exist even when the things are hard. But we can do hard things. I say that all the time. People are probably sick of me saying it or putting it on all my Instagram posts, but I remind you of this because it's true. We can do hard things. And we can also do hard things and still shine and still sizzle and still be a badass and still be unapologetic. Amen. So now it's that time for our crystal wisdom, followed by your group card selection from my fantastic little affirmation deck known as Everyday Messages. So based on what we were talking about today and starting to use our voice to extract the essence of being unapologetic and dissolving the bits and pieces of our lives where we are constantly saying, I'm sorry, I felt the perfect stone would be blue lace agate. I love blue lace agate because it's a throat chakra, communication-based stone. And I think in order for each of us to ignite the fires of living a life of authenticity and divine, badass beauty and essence, Blue Lace Agate is a perfect companion from our gem and mineral kingdom to accompany us on that journey. And the bits of Blue Lace Agate that I have in my life are small pocket-like stones, say that 10 times fast, and they're great to carry with you. So I'll stick them in my boob or they go in my pocket. They're great to carry with us. I also make sure that I do a little sage over them right? To kind of cleanse them and neutralize it. And then I'll rub them with my favorite essential oil or favorite magic perfume from Sage Goddess. So that is your crystal magic wisdom for this episode this week. Blue Lace Agate. It's a great companion stone for communicating, owning your badassery, communicating your badassery, and being balls to the wall, unapologetic. We're going to move into our group card selection. And I love this because when a card is selected with all of you in mind, I do believe that the cards don't lie. And so whatever is selected is information that needs to be communicated to all of you for inspiration and perspective. So your message for this week is just for today, mind your own business, be blessed and less stressed. I love this card and I'm going to tell you why. There's nothing better than minding your own business. I feel that that is a superpower. And when we mind our own business, we are definitely more blessed and way less stressed because, you know, we're nosy by nature. We kind of want to get into other people's business. That's just kind of who you are. And if you're Italian like me, Italians like to be in everybody else's business. If you grow up Italian, everybody knows everything about you. Everybody knows everything about everybody else in the family. And even if you're not part of the family, we still know everything about you. 
because we're nosy. But when we kind of get into a mind frame and perspective that I'm just going to do me, (laughs) that kind of sounds bad, doesn't it? (laughs) If you just do you and not worry, actually, that's pretty funny. That was like a Freudian slip I just had. (laughs) And you know what? I'm laughing because it kind of goes hand in hand with today's topic. And I am not apologizing for that Freudian slip. So if you think that that was a little perverted, you're kind of (laughs) right. Oh my gosh, that was awesome. Okay, so getting back on track for all of you, when you mind your own business and you just focus on you, you open the gateway for a lot more blessings to shine your way and to stream towards you and you have way less stress. So, you know, when I started to get into that mindset and for example, my mom would say, well, did you hear about this or do you know about this? Did you see this on the news? And I would say, no, I I don't watch television. I only have Netflix and DVDs. I consciously choose not to watch mainstream media. I consciously choose not to watch Dancing with the Stars. I don't give two shits about celebrities twirling on a dance floor. I don't care. Okay. I know it's been on for a thousand years. It doesn't do anything for me. But I will binge watch James Spader in Blacklist because he's still sexy in my mind. And if you've ever watched Sex, Lies, and Videotape, you kind of know where I'm going with that. Mm -hmm. He's dreamy. So when I say no, my mother's response is always, you know, don't you know anything? You're, You're not even concerned or care about what's going on in the world? And my answer is, yes, of course I'm concerned and I care about what's going on in the world, but I don't care about that. That doesn't require my attention, my focus, and I'm certainly not going to invest my energy into that. In doing so, I'm minding my own business. I'm focusing on me and the things that matter most to me. I'm way more blessed and way less stressed. So that is our group collective message just for today. Mind your own damn business. Be blessed and less stressed. Right on. So you know that each episode comes with homework. You're not getting away that easily. And the homework segment is known as feet to the fire. So your feet to the fire for this week is where can you look at the different moving parts of your life and extract one thing. And if it's more than one, that's perfect. But that micro move is about small action steps. Where in your life can you extract something that you can work on where you're not constantly saying you're sorry for stuff? Is it with your partner? Is it with your friends? Is it with your coworkers? Is it with your children? I'm excluding the part where we're consoling our kids. That's not what I'm talking about, where we're constantly saying we're sorry to our children. Or how about our family members? You know, these behaviors, the constant apologizing and people-pleasing are things that we typically learn in our childhood. So perhaps you grew up in that environment where you learned that behavior. Well, how can we start to dissolve those bits and heal so we can ignite that inner pilot even more. So that's your feet to the fire homework for this week. Looking at an area of your life and extracting a piece or two so that you're healing, you always constantly saying you're sorry. Amen. 
So as we get ready to close out this final episode, I want to remind all of you that we are also wrapping the first season. And I want to extend a personal invitation to all of you to please join us for an amazing season two. Stay tuned for when that happens because it will be quite magical. As I mentioned earlier on in this episode, we're going to be diving a little bit deeper into the depths of spirituality and talking about subjects that may seem a little uh, non-traditional, non-mainstream, a little bit taboo. And that's where we're really going to start to extract all this magic and amazingness that makes you, you, and how we can shine a light even brighter on your divine essence. And I also want to make sure that I extend an invitation to send us a topic, items that are considered for a future episode topic, send us your comments, send us your questions. We'll also have the details in our show notes on how you can contact us because it's all about communication, right? That's why we're sharing this sacred space. We may not be able to see each other, visually, although, you know, if you want to activate your third eye, you might be able to, but we are connecting on a much deeper level so that we are communicating that ebb and flow of magic between us all, because we're all connected. Everything is made of energy. And as a reminder, I want to make sure that you are extra aware that you are also made of stardust. So start sprinkling some of that shit all over. I love that. And you know, if you haven't found out by now, you're starting to realize that, you know, I swear, but that's part of who I am. And being a light worker is about helping children and family. And as I always say, your kids are my why. I love each and every one of these children that come into my practice and uh, the lives that are touched in both ways, you know, me touching their lives, but also them touching mine. And that's quite magical. That's why I've been doing this work for 12 years. It is what fuels me. And it's what gets me out of bed in the morning is knowing that I can work with these kids who are in crisis and who are able to experience the start of a healing journey that has been needed for so long in the life of kids and families. And while you won't hear me talk like that when I'm working with your children, you know, this is part of my authenticity and that's part of my fire and my spark. And it took me a a long time to get there. So there's no turning back now. So God only knows what's going to hit you in season two. So we'll leave it at that. So I want to make sure I thank each of you for supporting season one. I've loved doing every single episode. We get stronger and stronger as we record. And as a team, it's just so phenomenal to see us grow and evolve, the three of us, Jackson, myself, and Randy. And I know that I wouldn't be sitting here right now talking to each of you without the unwavering love and support and encouragement from them. So I want to make sure I thank them for that. Okay. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I love you. I see you always and in all ways. And we did it. Season one is a wrap. And I cannot wait to dive into season two with all of you. Take care, everyone. Namaste. Namaste.